As I'm sitting here thinking about boundaries and the ones that I have tried to set for myself, like how easy it is to set boundaries for our kids. We set boundaries for them without even thinking about it sometimes. We don't allow them to eat candy whenever they want. We don't allow them to watch TV whenever they want. We don't let them stay up all night, every night of the week. Like boundaries for kids are just like a blend of common sense and whatever type of parenting style you choose. But for us as adults, it can be much more challenging. And sometimes we don't even realize that we don't have boundaries in certain areas. So that is what this episode is going to be about, setting healthy boundaries in motherhood and what that looks like for you, what that looks like for me. It's different for everyone. So I'm going to be sharing five areas that I feel are very beneficial to set boundaries in. As a stay-at-home mom, as a mom in general, boundaries are so important. And as you listen, just begin to think about where you want to set boundaries and how that area of your life can and will be different once you implement some boundaries for yourself. So grab a notebook and pen, your favorite spot in the house, and let's dive in. Hey mama, and welcome to the Productive Stay-at-Home Mom Podcast. Do you want to find the time to organize your home? Do you desire to have discipline in your life? Do you wish you had a flexible daily routine so you can stop feeling all over the place? Are you simply trying to unwind yet you feel guilty and unproductive? Hi, I'm Kim Sexton. I too have struggled with being organized, disciplined, and content as a stay-at-home mom. I found that my daily habits were robbing me of joy and productivity. Once I learned the power of changing your daily habits, I have never been the same. In this podcast, you will find productivity hacks, time management tips, and the key to a healthy mindset so you can get organized in all areas of your life. Let's go, my friend. Time to start changing your habits. So get out of your PJs and put up your hair. It's time to get organized and productive. All right, so before I dive into it, I want to share with you about our community that is just for you. Are you a stay-at-home mother? Are you in a new season of life? And I want to encourage you to come on over and join with the link in the show description that says Productive Stay-at-Home Moms. In the group, I encourage you through productivity hacks, organizational tips, and biblical truths to help you show up as the best version of yourself each and every day and just to simply encourage you. So if a like-minded community is what you're looking for, then please come and join. I would love to chat with you in the group. Secondly, if you would like to be notified when I have new content, free gifts, and resources, then join with the link that says count me in and you'll be notified about everything that's going on within this podcast. Lastly, if you have been listening to the Productive Stay-at-Home Mom for more than two episodes and you've been enjoying it, And please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That would absolutely light me up. And it also creates visibility for the show to other moms who could greatly benefit. So if you would do that for me, I'd be so grateful. All right. I'll just start by sharing the definition of boundaries. A limit of a subject 
or sphere of activity. And that was Oxford definition. So basically, where something begins and another thing ends. So I remember in my own life when I didn't have boundaries around my bedtime routine. You know, I would be so excited to get the kids in bed. I would read them a story. I would brush their teeth. I would tuck them in bed, give them hugs, walk out and breathe. Like, okay, finally, I have some time to myself. I would go and clean the kitchen, you know, straighten up a little bit for the next day. And then I would walk into my room and start my nighttime routine. Well, by the time I got done with everything, I'm like, hey, I'm ready to watch a television show or I want to, you know, scroll on social media now or I want to read a book. I mean, lots of things I wanted to do before I went to bed because, hey, you want to feel like you have a life too. You don't just want to give it all to the children and then by the time it's time for bed, you just fall in there because it's late and you have nothing left. Sometimes you're in seasons like that. That's the newborn stage up until my opinion, age two. Then it it starts to get better from there. But that is where I was. And even when my kids were a little bit older, I would spend just too much time doing other things and then trying to still have my time at the end of the night, which ran me into like 11, 12 o'clock, sometimes one o'clock. And then it's like, oh, okay, let me go to bed because I have to get up with the kids you know, and basically the kids would come and wake me up because I wouldn't get up early and they get up at like six. So they would come in there in the room to wake me up and we just start our day. Well, I began to feel so frustrated and kind of angry in the morning. Like I haven't brushed my teeth. I haven't had my coffee. I haven't done anything for myself and I would get frustrated with my kids. But God began to deal with me that I have to sacrifice set some boundaries, develop a routine so that I can get up before the kids and I can have some quiet time to myself. And that's where it all began for me. So I want to share with you five areas where I have boundaries, like hands down, no questions asked. These areas are a must for me with my boundaries because they are time wasters and time suckers And I just could not deal with that anymore. So the first area that I encourage you to set boundaries in is with your inbox. Yes, your email. So, you know, we subscribe to a lot of things and we have emails coming in all the time. And just like social media, email can be another distraction. It could be another escape, something we do when we have like a free minute or we're using the bathroom our kids are napping or something like that. We're like, okay, let me check my email. Well, if you're checking your email throughout the day, just imagine how much time you're probably wasting. And there's an app, I'm not sure the name of it, but it can track how much time you're spending on um, other software apps on your phone. So it may be worth Googling and downloading. But when it comes to my email, I have certain times of the day that I will check my email, which is in the morning, After my quiet time, devotion time, there's a certain time that I like to check my emails, usually between nine and 10, and then, you know, check it again midday and then at night sometimes. And I'll always check them at night, but that's sometimes if I have time left in the day. And so 
when I'm checking my email, I like to set a 10 minute timer. That's it. That's all my inbox gets. I set the timer. I check the emails and I respond. You know, a lot of times before this, I would check my emails. I would see it and I'm like, okay, I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it. Well, you know, as moms, we get busy and then I would never get back to it. You know, then I would get more emails and just would forget. And then they would email me again. I'm like, oh man, I forgot to do that. I got to get it done. And that strategy was not working of just seeing it and coming back to it later. So this really works. Is setting a timer and setting a specific time so that you can respond to the emails that you need to. All right, number two is social media. This one is huge. I'm sure you all can relate. How many times have we found ourselves escaping or numbing out on social media? I'm the first to raise my hand. I have totally had my time of doing that, but I also realize how much time I was wasting on social media when I could have been doing something productive. And so what I did in order to limit my time was I started taking a course. I did a course in order to improve in an area of life where I wanted to grow. And I started reading reading homeschool books. I started homeschooling as well. So I needed to uh, educate myself with certain things. And so that really made it easier for me to spend less time on social media because I had to make time for the things that I had to make time for personal growth, basically. I need to make time for personal growth. So if you feel like, hey, I need to make time for personal growth, allow that to help you to scale back your time on social media. And when you do go on, set a timer. I'm like setting a timer about everything. Yes, because it's so easy to get distracted or to lose track of time. So set a timer for however long you plan to be on there. I'm usually on there for five, seldomly 10 minutes, but I'll set a timer so I don't go over because there's something else productive I could be doing. All right, number three is TV time. Yes. Oh my goodness. When I first was a stay-at-home mom, I would most definitely catch Rachel Ray every single morning and The View every morning. Those were my shows. I wanted to know what was going on, hot topics, and I wanted to know what I was cooking for dinner. So I had my kiddo just crawling around and playing when my little one was a baby and I would be doing laundry and I would be watching my shows. Nothing's wrong with that if you're there. Nothing's wrong with that. However, I spent much more time doing a task because I was watching TV than if I would have had an audible book playing or a podcast or something else that I wasn't visually looking at or commercials and all these things that was just killing my time, you know, and making me take longer doing tasks. And really, TV watching has moved to the entertainment bucket of my life. So it's not a necessity. You know, I've scaled back from certain shows I used to watch. I've scaled back a ton. I predominantly only watch television with my spouse when we are spending time together watching a show. So other than that, I have pretty much depleted TV watching from my schedule. I know that sounds boring, but I have filled it up with some awesome productivity and organizational tasks that helps 
me keep my mental health in check. So it was totally worth it. All right, number four, don't overcommit. Don't do it. What do I mean by that is everybody is pulling at you to, you know, meet up here or be a part of this group or be a part of this event or help out at church doing this or let's plan a trip to do that. I mean, the list is endless. Let's go out and spend time together and then let's have a play date and then you got to have time with your spouse. And I mean, it's just an endless amount of commitment. So you have to take the time to reevaluate everything that you have said yes to. Because for every yes, there's an automatic no attached to that for something else in your life. And so you have to take the time to put yourself first when it comes to things that you really want to get done. And don't be afraid to say no. You know, I had to really get in my head. If someone was going to like me, it was because they wanted to, not because of something I did or am doing for me. And so I had to really shake wanting to be liked because that only led me to burnout. And so something I practice frequently is looking at myself in the mirror and speaking scriptures and also affirmations over myself. And I get up every morning and like myself. So get up every morning, look at yourself in the mirror, like yourself. And therefore we need less of others to like us because you have to create a life style that works for you and that you love. So don't overcommit. It works on your physical health as well as your mental health. All right, number five, bedtime boundaries. Yes, my friend, you've got to go to bed. You cannot stay up having your time, which I know is so important and essential. So my suggestion is to wake up early and to start your morning routine and also have a nightly routine that you can start with your kids so that you can hopefully be done and have an hour to hour and a half left to tidy up, spend some time with your spouse and have some time for yourself or choose the nights you can spend with your spouse so you can have some time for yourself. Whatever works for you, but don't lose sleep staying up to watch your show or to be on social media or any of those things because it only hurts you in the long run by causing you not to be to get up early. So pick a time that you will be in the bed and stick to it so you can get up early to start your day. Thank you so much for listening. I'll recap on the five boundaries that every mom should set. And that's boundaries around checking your email, social media is number two, your TV watching times number three, Not overcommitting is number four and bedtime boundaries. I hope those are helpful to you and you will start creating boundaries that works for you in your home. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can always reach out to me at support at KimberlySexton.com. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and I'll see you back on Thursday. If you enjoyed today's episode, remember to click five stars and leave a review. Thank you. Hey, Mama. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Would you take 30 seconds and come share your wins in our free Facebook community? I'd love to hear from you. Also, can you please take another minute and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? I'd be so grateful. It lights me up to know this podcast is helping you. All right. 
time to get 30 minutes of peaceful cleaning done before my littles wake up. I'll meet you back right here every Monday and Thursday for another episode. Catch you later.